phrase religious liberty is put in sneer quotes as though it were an illegitimate claim instead of a foundational right in a free society. The next stage will be to deny citizens their religious liberty, and it has already begun. Those who resist the secular moral revolution have lost jobs, businesses, and teaching positions. Others have been kicked out of graduate school programs, lost the right to be foster parents, been forced to shut down adoption centers, lost their status as campus organizations, and the list of oppression is likely to grow. The same politically correct orthodoxy is being aggressively promoted around the globe through the State Department, the United Nations, the European Union, private foundations, and the media. Wealthy nations are pushing poorer nations to change their laws on abortion and sexuality as a prerequisite for aid. The sexual revolution is going global. Co-opted churchgoers Don't think churchgoers are immune. Many people who identify as religious or Christian are being co-opted by the secular worldview, often without realizing it. The numbers are disturbing. Pornography. About two-thirds of Christian men watch pornography at least monthly, the same rate as men who do not claim to be Christian. In one survey, 54% of pastors said they viewed porn within the past year. Cohabitation. A Gallup poll found that almost half, 49%, of teens with religious backgrounds support living together before marriage. Divorce. Among adults who identify as Christians but rarely attend church, 60% have been divorced. Of those who attend church regularly, the number is 38%. Homosexuality and transgenderism. These issues are dividing even conservative religious groups. In a 2014 Pew Research Center study, 51% of evangelical millennials said same-sex behavior is morally acceptable. Abortion. A LifeWay survey found that about 70% of women who had an abortion self-identify as Christians, and 43% said they attended a Christian church at least once a month or more at the time they aborted their baby. The problem is that many people treat morality as a list of rules. But in reality, every moral system rests on a worldview. In every decision we make, we are not just deciding what we want to do. We are expressing our view of the purpose of human life. In the words of theologian Stanley Hauerwas, a moral act cannot be seen as just an isolated act, but involves fundamental options about the nature and significance of life itself. To be strategically effective, then, we must address what people believe about the nature and significance of life itself. We must engage their worldview. C.S. Lewis put it this way, The Christian and the materialist hold different beliefs about the universe. They can't both be right. The one who is wrong will act in a way that simply doesn't fit the real universe. My goal in Love Thy Body is to show that a secular morality doesn't fit the real universe. True for you, not for me? The first step is to recognize that the secular morality rests on a deep division that runs through all of Western thought and culture. 
one that blows apart the connection between scientific and moral knowledge. In the past, most civilizations held that reality consists of both a natural order and a moral order, integrated into an overall unity. Therefore, our knowledge of reality was likewise thought to be a single, unified system of truth. In the modern age, however, many people came to think that reliable knowledge is possible only of the natural order, of empirically testable scientific facts. What does that imply for moral truths? They cannot be stuffed into a test tube or studied under a microscope. Many people concluded that morality does not qualify as objective truth. It consists of merely personal feelings and preferences. The unified concept of truth has been exploded, split into two separate domains. Theologian Francis Schaeffer illustrated the division using the metaphor of two stories in a building.